How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, this season, I wanted to just kind of go off back on my own uh, and kind of go over some of the topics that I hear from uh, my own personal clients and what they're going through. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about uh, calorie trackers or diet trackers. Um, you know, besides myself writing for some of my clients over the you know last 10 plus years, um, different programs and, and uh, nutrition counseling, just kind of stayed away from it when all, all the apps started coming out, like MyFitnessPal and uh, other trackers online, just because they were so well put together. You know, all I had to do was give them, the clients, the the macros and the strategy. But as far as the, the apps and trackers, there's just, it's just so much now ingrained with everyone's life, all, you know, cell phones and apps. It just, it just did better for me to let them go with it on their own and track everything. However, um, you know, over time, people kept asking me which ones are the best ones. And I just, yeah, just, just go check it out or Google it. You know, I never had any for myself. All I ever did was just write it down. I'm still a guy that needs to put his thoughts and lists and to do lists and everything on paper. And I do the same thing with my, with my own calorie counting. I I need to do pen to paper. Um, but one specific app that has kind of hit my attention over the next or over the last, let's say five or six months is, uh, the app called Noom N O O M. And when it first came out, okay, okay, it's just another uh, diet tracker, does the same thing as all the other ones. You know, some some are easier than others in regards to if you eat out a lot, some of the apps don't have every restaurant or everything in, uh, in their database. So it requires much more work of you inputting like every f- gram of fat, protein, carb for everything they do. So they just, the client had to go search for another app that, had all the restaurants they were going to and that's you know whatever works for them but noom seems to have all that ingrained um and i think most apps do now at this point what what struck me from noom that was doing so well was their whole philosophy first of all it's i I believe it's free they ask for a donation once they go through like 50 questions for you and the questions are really to get dive deep down into your psyche of you know why you eat and why you go out and do stuff and i and they kind of do it without letting you uh knowing about it but um they they their their whole philosophy is yeah you need to hit a certain calorie count and this is what they'll give you you know a certain number it's okay to go below it and above it their main thing is going over different color options, which I think is, you know, the proteins, more nutrient dense foods, not so much like you have to hit your fats, you have to hit your protein, you have to hit your carbs. They're more of just as long as you're within the calories and you're, you're getting a little bit of each color category and you're getting more nutrient dense foods, that's okay. But uh, the other thing is they, they put in the psychology of the whole, you know, staying on the diet business. And that's, what's been missing from, you know, not every personal trainer's practice, but more particular mine. Cause it's just over time, people are not doing what they're supposed to be. I can't be everywhere. I give them the roadmap to success. And if you're not there with them 24 seven, and then they just go do whatever they want. And over time you just, you, you know, I started just referring out to a nutritionist because I just didn't want any part, part of the nutrition aspect. You know, I have more passion for the, for the fitness and my style of circuit training and the whole vibe we bring to the gym. And that's, what's made me so successful. At least, you know, I think, <laughs> um, in my career. 
and I farm out the nutrition part because it's just, you know, let someone else deal with it. But now that that Noom's out there, I think I've had six clients bring this to my attention and they're hitting records of uh, losing weight and staying on course. And I think, you know, part of it's the app and everyone's on their phone. So it's just another thing to do, which, you know, kind of gets them going in the morning or at lunchtime. Um, But it's while you're, while they've got you tracked, while they've got, you know, how many calories you have and you're trying to hit all the different color coordinations and you're inputting your meals like you should. And if you don't, they tell you it's okay, get back on track. But they show you your graph and they show you that it's going to snake up and down um, with some volatility, just like the stock market if you're looking at this particular stock. But they'll show you the ultimate goal is down. And, the, and you set the goal with them and they'll tell you how many months it's going to take to get there. And then on top of that, you know, their deal is if you hit that mark, you know, they have you sign up with a credit card saying if you hit that mark and you input that you hit that weight, they're going to charge you 150 bucks for the whole program they just put you on. And in the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. It was free to start, you know, minus that they ask you for a donation. You can to say no. But at the end, 150 bucks and you got me to where I could never get by myself. And this is years and years and years of trying and failing and and, uh, you know, doing crash diets and all that. And this was just a very simple system. But what people don't know, and I'm discovering from my own clients, is it's the psychology part. So every day you're inputting, hopefully you are, um, but every day every day that you actually go in to do your inputting and stuff, they have you start watching these little videos or these little paragraphs. And I think they're ba- they're basically just slowly brainwashing you about why why did you uh, – you know, go eat out last night or why, why people do this or why, why water is so important to to do. And it's that constant affirmation every day and you doing these real easy, quick lessons that it starts brainwashing you. And that's what I discovered. Even my own client, uh, the one that's done the greatest on it, he says, you know, he could tell that's what they were doing. Didn't matter. It was still working because he was he and he got more motivated the lower he got and closer on his snake like graph showing him to his thing he didn't care about the 150 that they're going to charge him when he hits it he's stoked that he lost over 40 pounds and we've been doing this uh training for over 5 years now and it's just you know he was unwilling to give up certain things in his life and he's you know closing in on 70 it's just hard and that's okay because part of my training is you know balance and strength is more important than body looks and aesthetics but because of this app, he's starting to hit that part too. And because of that, he's getting healthier. He's getting a little stronger in the gym and he's finally doing it. And we've gone through different diets, different nutritionists, different other programs. And this is the one thing he said that out of all the ones, it's the psychology and it's very slight. You don't even know what's happening. So I give Noom a huge props to it. And maybe one day they'll let me do an affiliate with them. But either way, just, uh, you know, go on your app store, check it out, do the 50 point questionnaire. And, uh, yeah, if you don't like it, you could just stop doing it. So unless you hit your goal and you actually input that you hit your goal, that's when they charge you the 150. So, you know, take it for what it's worth, try it out, or just keep it in your mind for other people that, you know, might need that extra help. So I thought I'd put that out there cause I, I was really impressed, especially with one of my hardest to, you know, lose weight clients. So, Uh, That's all I got for today, and thanks for uh, checking out our uh, podcast. See you guys. So on this episode, I wanted to touch on something that I've been trying for the last month, and that is the vegan keto diet. 
Oh man, yes, it does sound very exciting. Is anyone out there like me who's been on the keto for a while, you know, there are a lot of restrictions, you know, little hard. Um, and then on the flip side, the people out there that are on the vegetarian diet, then vegan to go a little more cons- uh, restrictive. Now try the vegan keto, the keto vegan diet. Oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> why did I do this? You know, I've been doing the keto diet for almost three years now. And just, you know, you can listen to the previous episodes on all the benefits of that again, but, you know, having the high level of ketones, just the brain functions are just so attractive to me. Um, just happier all the time. I just feel good, less caffeine needed. And then the weight loss uh, aspect of it, you know, it's a lot faster once you really start crunching down your calories. You'll lose more weight on a keto diet than you would on any other diet faster. Ultimately, you'll get to the same goal. It's just how fast you can get there. Um, Now, the reason I went on the, checked out the keto vegan diet is I have done vegan before. And of all the diets out there, the vegan diet I had done for about nine months. And the one thing I took from that, yes, it was really hard to get protein. Probably was uh, maybe the fattest I've ever been on any diet. And it's mostly just because I couldn't hold on to any muscles. So you, you have, you know, your BMR is so low, you just have no help. Uh, you know, if you're not really perfectly counting everything. Um, but the one thing I did notice on the vegan diet was, oh my God, how clean you feel. Um, how better you feel, you're not hungry at all. And the keto diet already has that aspect of not being hungry all the time. But the vegan diet, just not hungry, probably because you're not excited about any of your meals. But um, the main thing for me while on the vegan diet was allergies, gone. I have every allergy known to man of every animal, any mold, pollen, anything in the air when the Santa Ana winds here blow in the Orange County, LA County area. It just wipes all of us out who have those allergies. And on the vegan diet, every single one of those was gone. Was it worth staying on? Mm, I don't think so. I'd rather have some of the allergies back if it meant I could have a, you know, some meat in life and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, then I decided, you know, I just had my second back surgery. I'm going through my PT. I'm finally a lot more mobile. I'm not quite back into workouts now. But I am now getting back into, all right, let's get more restrictive on my keto diet. Let's get back in the groove, lose this weight. Um, and then I just thought, huh, kept seeing this stuff about the uh, keto vegan diet. Let me let me give this a try. So you're putting the best worlds of both diets. Yes, they're very restrictive, but you hopefully get, still get the benefits of the vegan diet and the and the uh, the keto aspect of the ketones and the brain function and and the weight loss. So I've been doing it for a month, and oh my God, it is restrictive, but it does work even faster than the keto diet. So I, I can't attest to the allergies yet. I haven't been on it long enough, but as far as feeling clean and good uh, throughout the week, so I've been doing basically keto vegan Monday through Friday, and I'll reward myself with regular keto so you know I can eat meat again and maybe eggs and dairy, some dairy, on the weekends. But just doing that, I'm still losing more weight quicker than I've ever seen. I can sustain the Monday through Friday keto vegan knowing that I have the the weekend surprise of anything I want. So what I've been doing is um, basically, you know, get some tempa, get some tofu. I don't want too much vegan processed foods. And then I'll get the uh, nutritional yeast, hemp seeds, 
And uh, because I'm on keto, I can't have any beans or anything like that. So basically, it's just a lot of green veggies, broccoli, uh, kale, spinach, add mushrooms are a little bit higher in protein. And just a lot of those, they add up. You know, they only come with two, three grams of protein. But when they add up, oh, my God, you can get about a 20-gram meal out of that. Sprinkle some hemp seeds on it and some nutritional yeast, maybe you get up to 30. Um, so I ate three meals, uh, usually two meals and a snack, regular, um, whole foods. And then I'll throw my – I've already been on this with my regular keto diet, but – uh basically a vegan pea protein isolate powder with no carbs. So two two protein shakes of that and then two regular meals of vegan meals and a little vegan snack like usually nuts. And uh, I'm close enough to my macros and the 1,800 calories I want to hit. But just, wow, I feel good throughout the week. I get my meat on the weekends. And I just really think that, you know, cutting out the meat Monday through Friday, it's just a, even more of anti-inflammation happening in the body, which I can tell because my gut just feels so much cleaner. Um, and I'm still reading on my keto levels with my keto mojo, so I know it's working. And uh, first of all, your grocery bill is cut in half. That's why I'm spending more money on the weekends on higher quality meats and different types of meats that I normally wouldn't get. So more excited about, you know, that. But yeah, I haven't been feeling great on that. I don't know if I can sustain it forever. It might just be like a seasonal thing or whenever I'm, I want to get ready for something. Um, but I'm very comfortable on the keto diet. I don't you know, need carbs or bread or rice. Done with that. But I am liking the, the keto vegan now. So I see, the, I see why a lot of people have been uh, kind of checking that out. So thought I'd put that out there. And then also, you know, I had done previous episodes as well as uh, bringing down my blood pressure um, with, uh, with, uh, beetroot, beetroot extract. And then I found another supplement, um, that had beetroot L-citrulline and it was basically a vasodilator had, you know, basically built up, uh, L-citrulline builds up, uh, nitric oxide in your body, which, you know, helps your blood vessels expand bigger. You get more oxygen in and thus give you a little bit better blood pressure reading. Um, but being on the vegan diet a week and a half in, I had already gotten groundbreaking blood pressure results from back in my 20s. You know, I was stoked to have it go from 160 over 120 down with all the, just a just the supplement I was just mentioning down to 135 over 100 105. And plus, you know, I haven't been exercising either because of my back injury. So, just just the supplement doing that was amazing. Now, a week and a half of going vegan keto down to 119 over 84 or 125 over 90 something just I haven't hit that since my 20s so one a week and a half of just doing that so now I'm thinking I might actually try to stick to this or some version of this um, but yeah check it out always consult with a doctor obviously this is not medical advice and do your own research and you know always test things out not every diet works for everybody but you know it may work for you so thanks everyone for listening I'll check you on the next episode